For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Okay, we are going to go to Daniel Simone here in just a second. The fantastic Daniel Simone. He is not related to Raven Simone, by the way. Trying to do 50 things at once here. Hello. There's Daniel Simone. How are you, sir? Very well, and yourself? Pretty good, actually. Now, uh, the last time we had you on this broadcast, there was a uh, heck of a lot going on with your book. Tell us a little bit about this. Give us an update on all this. Sure, and uh, what topic would you like to focus on? My uh, most recent uh, book that was published uh, let's, three weeks let's, ago. Let's start there, and we'll work our way through everything, my friend. Great, great. Well, bring us up to speed on the book. Tell us all about it. Are we, are we on right now? We're live right now. We're live, my oh, friend, right, here on iHeartRadio right. and AMFF247.com. Bring us up to speed on the book. Tell us about the latest book. Give us all the details, Daniel Simone. Very well. My latest book was published uh, three weeks ago. It is titled uh, The Pierre Hotel Affair, and it's about the uh, infamous uh, hotel robbery that took place in uh, Manhattan, New York City, in 1972 where uh, eight brazen, bold, uh, armed robbers uh, held the entire hotel under siege uh, for two and a half hours during the night, uh, ransacked the guests' safe deposit boxes, and walked out with a haul of approximately $28 million in cash and jewels. And it's, it's important to note that in 1972, $28 million equated to approximately uh, nearly a quarter of a billion dollars at present value. And the sole surviving armed robber, his name is Nick Sacco. Uh, he has been my collaborator on this project. Uh, Nick is uh, currently in the Federal Witness Protection Program for an unrelated matter, nothing to do with the Pierre Hotel robbery. But uh, he's been very, very helpful, and I am um, uh, thankful to him. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Daniel Simone joins us here on iHeartRadio, AMFM247.com. Hello to Daniel Simone. He's with us today here on our big broadcast. Now, uh, Daniel, tell us a little bit about the writing process for the book. Uh, the writing process is uh, one where um, uh, I typically write in the style of a novel. It's a genre called... Uh, uh, narrative nonfiction, and as I mentioned, it's uh, uh, writing a true story in the style of a, a novel with uh, um, uh, lifelike uh, dialogues and uh, uh, scenery development, character development, and typically I write uh, about sensational crimes in collaboration with either one of the original perpetrators of the crime or one of the lead investigators who was involved in uh, the investigation of it. And basically, uh, it's a process that uh, takes anywhere between 14 to 15 months to develop. And uh, hopefully, um, uh, the projects uh, will be entertaining. 
Daniel Simone with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information, all available on our fantastic app. Now, uh, with the left Husa Heist, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, this book and why you decided to write this because uh, you're a national mafia a historian. Tell us all about this book. Well, uh, if you're referring to the Lufthansa Heist... Yes, uh, indeed. Yes, indeed. I'm sorry? Yes, that's the book we're referring to, Daniel Simone. I co-wrote that book uh, with uh, the the, uh, infamous uh, Henry Hill, who was uh, immortalized in the film Goodfellas. And uh, Henry Hill and I uh, wrote that book approximately three years ago. Well, actually, uh, the book was... um, uh, delivered and uh, published uh, in 2015, but unfortunately, uh, Henry passed away in 2012 and never actually uh, got to see the, uh, the book published. Uh, but it, it was a very um, uh, delightful project. Uh, Henry was uh, somewhat uh, difficult to uh, deal with at times. Uh, he would frequently be intoxicated. Uh, so I decided to um, have my briefings with him uh, on an early morning, uh, usually between 7.30 and 8 a.m., uh, thinking, believing that Henry would be sober that early in the morning, but I was wrong. <laughs> Most often, Henry was still somewhat intoxicated, and uh, it, it, it was a process that uh, was very difficult at times. But I was fortunate to have had the uh, collaboration of the two FBI agents who spearheaded the investigation of the Lufthansa robbery, and I had the immeasurable cooperation of the uh, U.S. attorney who was in charge of the uh, investigation. So I was able to put together the, uh, the blank areas that Henry was unable to uh, clearly uh, uh, impart upon me uh, by the assistance of all these others who lent themselves so graciously. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Daniel Simone joins us. He is a national mafia historian, and uh, you have also uh, done some stuff with Charles Manson. Tell us a little bit about uh, who the real Charles Manson is. Uh, Charles Manson is, uh, the book about Charles Manson is, is my, uh, my upcoming book, which uh, hopefully will be published in the spring of 2018. And this is a book about uh, Charles Manson, and what's unique about it is that this is the first project that Charles Manson himself collaborated with. And uh, he was very helpful to me and my uh, associates. Uh, and uh, the other uniqueness about uh, this project is that it's very revelatory in the sense that uh, it, it, um, it sets forth an entirely different um, uh, perspective about the Charles Manson affair with um, new information that has never before been publicized. And in reality, it's, uh, it's going to be rather controversial. But uh, my associate and myself uh, have uh, documentation to support and back up uh, all of our new revelations. Uh, and I think it's going to be uh, quite explosive. In fact, the Reels channel, R-E-E-L-Z, um, um, is currently producing a documentary series based on my manuscript. And uh, the episodes will be broadcast uh, beginning December of this year. And we're hoping that we can coincide the release of the book on or about the same time, or perhaps a couple months later into the, into the early spring of next year, so that the documentary and the book will be synonymous uh, on their release. 
We've got a great guest with us today. Charles Manson Revisited is the topic today with National Mafia Historian Daniel Simone here on iHeartRadio and AMFM247.com. Now, is uh, the evil criminal mastermind portrayed by the media, is that the real Charles Manson? Not at all, uh, James, not at all. Charles Manson is not a mastermind of anything, and never was. He was a petty thief, a petty criminal who promoted uh, prostitution. He was a cart thief, and uh, uh, basically got caught every time he perpetrated a uh, crime. So his persona, his demeanor, his modus operandi is completely inconsistent with that of a criminal mastermind as he's been depicted. Uh, he um, uh, is basically uh, uh, humble in believing that, uh, rather, in, in not quite comprehending why he's become such a sensation, but uh, the media, I believe, um, made him um, or portrayed him in this light, and uh, the exaggerations of his character uh, uh, basically uh, spun out of control. But no, he's not at all a mastermind uh, of uh, criminals, and he is not uh, certainly uh, the great manipulator, the great mind manipulator, as he's been uh, um, depicted. Uh, Charles Manson uh, is hardly uh, literate, uh, hardly can hardly read or write, and um, although he was uh, a charming, affable type, and uh, he could con uh, the birds out of trees, uh, so to speak, but he was no mind manipulator uh, that, uh, as he's been conceived to be. We've got a great guest with us today. Joins us live. Charles Manson revisited as the topic. National Mafia historian Daniel Simone with us today. Did he really possess supernatural powers? Tell us about this. Well, he certainly does not have any supernatural powers, but... The uh, lead district attorney who prosecuted him, his name was Vincent Buglosi. Um, he uh, mentioned uh, in a press interview, uh, in, a, in, a, in a press conference during the trial, that at some point during um, uh, the uh, trial, um, his eyes met with uh, Charles Manson's eyes, and Charles Manson winked at him from a distance of about 30 feet away. And the prosecutor happened to peer at his watch at the very instant, and his watch stopped, alluding that Charles Manson had the power to stare you in the eyes and make your, your wristwatch uh, malfunction, which, of course, is, uh, is ludicrous. But no, he did not have any, uh, and does not have any superpowers, although he believes that he will never die. Uh, so he's not planning any funeral arrangements or any uh, such a thing. But um, he, even his own ambition, uh, he will confess that he does not have any uh, unusual super being powers as uh, uh, the media and the prosecutor himself uh, made him out to be. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Charles Manson Revisited is the topic here on AMFM, 247.com, and iHeartRadio. Was he the director of the murders he was convicted for? Uh, all I can say, James, is this. Uh, based on uh, our discoveries and uh, exhaustive research and documents that we gathered, uh, uh, documents that have never before been seen by the public, uh, there is no evidence. We find no evidence, no conclusive credible evidence that he directed or orchestrated those murders. Uh, in fact, uh, it's, uh, it's even more glaringly apparent 
that the, the five killers who perpetrated the murders uh, were um, a savage, uh, bloodthirsty killers before they met Charles Manson. So uh, based on our findings, uh, uh, I, I can clearly state that there is no credible evidence that he had any involvement in the murders. We've got Daniel Simone with us today. 44 minutes after the hour joins us here on iHeartRadio, AMFM247.com as well. And uh, he joins us here on our big program. Now, um, there is uh, a lot of things going on. I know that you've got uh, another book out there, The Pierre Hotel Affair. Um, uh, Tell us a little bit about this book. Well, as I mentioned earlier, um, uh, eight uh, bold, daring uh, gunmen uh, held the entire Pierre Hotel under siege. And it's important to note that the Pierre Hotel is probably one of the swankiest, most exclusive, and prestigious hotels in the entire world. And in fact, it, it's a very prominent landmark in New York City. And uh, the, as I mentioned, the, the, uh, the eight robbers uh, held the entire complex uh, under siege and uh, corralled the uh, night staff and a few of the guests who happened to have been wandering around in the lobby and uh, broke into the safe deposit boxes and walked out with uh, nearly $28 million in jewels, in the jewels and cash. And none of it was ever recovered. No one was convicted for the robbery. And um, that's how the, the case uh, ended. And the sole surviving armed robber, Nick Sacker, uh, he has been my uh, gracious collaborator on the project. He's currently in the Federal Witness Protection Program for an unrelated matter that has nothing to do with the Pierre robbery. But as far as the Pierre robbery itself, the case uh, was uh, unsolved and uh, remains unsolved. In fact, one of the FBI agents who was involved in the investigation um, I had the pleasure of um, speaking with him, and he was totally clueless uh, as to who was involved and how they carried out the, uh, the caper. So, um, and, and of course, in the end, there was bribery uh, involved. There was a, a mafia family that uh, backed the, and sanctioned the robbery. And um, it's, it's a very intriguing love story that uh, uh, is also the underlying plot of the, uh, of the main theme. We've got a uh, great guest with us today here on iHeartRadio and AMFM247.com. Daniel Simone with us today. What really happened? The exclusive Manhattan Pier Hotel on the night of the January 2nd, 1972, between 3 a.m. and 6.40 a.m. All the authorities know is that someone held the entire hotel under siege, ransacked the guests, safe deposit box, and walked out with a lot, a lot of cash. Tell us a little bit about uh, the details here on this and uh, why you decided to write this book. Well, the, uh, my collaborator, Nick Sacco, uh, as I mentioned, uh, contacted my agent uh, in search of a, an author to, with whom to, uh, to write about this uh, caper, and my agent referred him to me. We uh, spoke, and we struck a deal. And I, I, first of all, I was enchanted with the uh, robbery because I followed it in the news when it, when it took place in 1972. It spawned the headlines for nearly six months. So it was a fascinating crime that the media um, glamorized. And because uh, the, the robbers ensured that none of the uh, captives would be hurt or injured in any way, shape, or form, and because the victims were all very wealthy, influential um, uh, people, uh, the public had sympathy for their losses. Uh, and the media, neither did the media. So it was, a, a, it was highly glamorized and uh, quite an enchanting uh, uh, news story that 
appeared in the papers and TV for almost on a daily basis for about six months after the robbery. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Daniel Simone joins us. DanielSimone.net is the website. DanielSimone.net. Now, um, what other projects are you working on, Daniel? Well, as I mentioned earlier, I'm uh, currently in the, in the final stages of completing my uh, book about Charles Manson, which uh, is tentatively titled The Retrial of Charles Manson. And uh, incidentally, uh, both my uh, Pierre Hotel uh, book and my Lufthansa book have been optioned for a full feature film for theaters, so we're very optimistic and euphoric that uh, they will be adapted to films in the uh, near future. Well, thank you, my friend. Thanks for being with us, and we look forward to more from you. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day. Likewise, it's been my pleasure, James. Thank you, Daniel. Daniel you. Simone with us today on iHeartRadio and AMFM247.com. We're going to take a brief break. When we come back, we've got more coming up. 